In this episode of this podcast is Dumb AF, Aaron and Stefan contemplate jobs as a hype man, catch up with 90s star Breck Meyer, childhood toys, and the boys get inspired by the podcast My Favorite Murder and create their own spin-offs including My Favorite Clover. Also, find out what the level 70 wicker shaker is. Hit us well, I'm, beats, I'm quite, dude. I don't know what you're talking To tip it dash. Yo mom is a giraffe. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. That's right, Drake. Independence Day too. Does he have an Independence Day song? I think so. Here. We can play it. Independence. Never mind. It's called like <laughs> Fireworks or something. <laughs> Why am I having such a hard time typing independence? Uh, independence, Drake. <laughs> oh, that should be his Independence Day song. Independence, Drake. <laughs> That's a genius idea. Um, I'll, I'll hit him up and sell yeah, it to him. Yeah. We'll become part of his posse. Yeah. I've always wanted to be that. I don't know for who. Like, who do you like think somebody's I would... a... Yeah, hype crew. Like, hype crew? yeah, you know how fighters have people that fought the, lead them into the fighting rink or rappers have their little hangouts at the studio? Yeah, yeah. Who would I be? Who Whose gang would I be a part of? <laughs> I know, I'm having the same problem. <laughs> I don't think I fit in anywhere. No, um... Some... Yeah, see, even you don't think I can go to... um. A thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you the 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 counter. What about me, Captain America? <laughs> Captain America. Yep. <laughs> what you didn't you didn't say fiction nonfiction? I'm doing my best here. <laughs> then I would give you Breaking Bad. You would give me. You would give me somebody from a show about meth. <laughs> so what? What is it? What is it about me that looks messy? Everybody loves that show. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, uh, uh, maybe you're right. I don't know. But there's already there's already an Aaron attached to that show. Well, and I feel like double I'm just, the Aaron. No. 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 Why? That's too many A's. <laughs> a, 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 there's no. There's not enough room for four A's. <laughs> has to be the way it is no we'll change your uh the way you spell your name that's what that's what all crew people do that's true i don't know i feel like i could probably do it for an mma an mma fighter yeah See, i don't know anything about mma so i don't I either said it but uh i feel like if i just like i don't know cut some weight and bulked up a little bit and then just frowned at everybody i'd be perfect Wait, are you going to fight or are you going to no, no, hype? No, no, no. Just hype. Okay. Just hype. But you need to be... It's the illusion that I can <laughs> fight. Because if you walk in with a tough guy, they just assume shit. Okay. Yeah. That Which, this fighter hangs with other tough right. people. So, like, he got in with this guy somehow. <laughs> Something checks out. It I kind of makes you what want... I was thinking. Like, with the whole tattoo thing going on and then... Meth. We <laughs> wear black. Meth. <laughs> No, finish your train of thought. <laughs> I want to see how this comes roundabout. No, it's the train of thought is done. <laughs> Aaron, you have tattoos and you wear black. You do meth. <laughs> you cook meth. You distribute meth. 
All you do is meth around. Okay, hold on. But I've never seen Breaking Bad, so. Okay, then we should stop talking immediately. Actually, I want to wrap this episode up three minutes in. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) No. Yeah, no. It kind of makes you wonder, though. So you don't want that. I mean. Well, not about meth. So hold on. Even if it's not something you think you, um, you are good for, what is your dream hype man job? Um, I don't think, I think there's a negative connotation for roadies with bands, but I think that would be cool. It just, Oh, you want to be a roadie? No, not really. Um, not really. Wait, what's the negative connotation for roadies? Well, because like it hang arounds kind of like it's uh what is it? Forgetting Sarah Marshall where Russell Brand's character calls them the, the sorrow suckers. <laughs> it's kind of like that thing. Like if you're going to go, if okay, I take that back. A lot of bands will take merch people around with them. And that's those even worse. That's like lower tier. Yeah, I know. But that's true. And that's what probably why I wouldn't want to do it because you're either blowing the band or you're just selling merch and running the merch table at the shows. You're not really doing anything. You're almost like the you're almost like the the hippie secretary of the band. So that that is different from the hype crew, right? Oh, it's totally different because okay. you're you're almost required to be stinky for three months and also be entirely selfless or you get kicked out and never get to do that again. So roadies are on payroll. Are the hype people what? on payroll? Yeah, I think so. They are? I think so, yeah. As what what do you think that title is? Like, staff secretary. <laughs> staff secretary. Staff like, whooping post. If I were, you know, some hype person and then I'm going to go on LinkedIn and then apply for a new uh, hype role. Oh, my God. What? First, we need to endorse you for some really good skills because <laughs> you're not about to join a hype crew unless you've got some really great endorsements. I mean, hyping one. Oh, <laughs> plus given. one. <laughs> given. <laughs> And then, you know, my side skills would be like, you know what? Merching. (laughs) I can sell. Hey, (laughs) I mean, that's true. You don't you're not actually you don't actually have to sell any one thing to be selling to. It's almost it's almost more of like an interaction, less of a less of a like a hard. You know what I mean? No. Okay. You know what? A really good hype man could hype anything. Uh-huh. So why don't you hype the crew that has mainstreamed totem dildos? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm sold. I'm sold. I want to buy one. Let's go. I believe in it now. <laughs> wow, you did a great job. All right, let's pick another one. You are the you're part of the hype crew right after Martha Stewart got out of prison that speaks for itself so what do you do like when you get out of the car out of the limo when she goes to her first interview on Good Morning America what are you doing hype it <laughs> you know I can't do this improv shit oh my god that is a perfect <laughs> fucking thing that that's great you nailed it Oh, I totally see that as, as part of her, her marketing ploy. And you just got to be like, you know. But at the same time, I'm carrying a basket. Right. I'm some skipping. Shit. I don't, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Before anybody says anything, you're just passing out pastries. Yeah, but hard as fuck, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here. <laughs> it's like the date on it is before she was admitted into prison or before she was taken away. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. 
yeah. it really makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you you do something relative to the person that you're hyping, and that's how you get on the crew in the first place. And it kind of makes you wonder how Mr. T was Muhammad Ali's bodyguard. Was he really? I'm pretty sure. I'm like 50% sure. Mr. T, bodyguard. Yeah, Mr. T recounts being Muhammad Ali's bodyguard. So if you gotta if you've gotta protect, was that before he was an actor? I think so. Interesting. So if you gotta protect the best boxer in the world, what do you gotta do? I mean, like what does that what does that what does that training course look like? I think it's all physical appearance, isn't it? Maybe. Maybe he's, he's like he's, he's like this huge. is the only yeah, guy big yeah. enough to like like actually stand in front of me and not be able to see me. See, my criteria was right. You, you could fit two Muhammad Ali's inside of one Mr. T. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what if Mr. T was just Muhammad Ali in a jumpsuit? Yeah. I don't know. A jumpsuit? Like a, like like a, a zip human, up all the way jumpsuit? up over the top of your head. Like the Surprise! aliens from uh, Men in Black? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's right. <laughs> That's how it's going to be. See, now my tattoos don't matter and it doesn't matter what part of the hype crew I want to be in or what they focus on. I just men in black. I'm not helping my case because I already wear black. So merch. So merch. Jumpsuits. Zippers. (laughs) Camouflage. Who? Okay, so who are you describing right there? That's somebody's merch. No. Okay, Slipknot. Yeah, I was uh, like, there you go. Maybe. I, I have no clue what fuck fucking Slipknot does. <laughs> fuck you. Is it not, though? Never. No, that's pretty much what it is. It's okay. uh, they, they like crazy masks and jumpsuits that are like numbered and themed out. They've, and you know, I it's bet pretty you much can a, buy them from the, pretty much the like merch a, table. It's pretty much like a nightmare flash mob. <laughs> You're not a fan? I used to be when I was like 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, probably through 15. <laughs> That's a that's a long engagement with the Slipknot. Yeah, I don't know if it was actually that early, but I was pretty upset. I was I was into it for a, a long time. Them and like like Papa Roach, I thought were the hardest bands that ever existed. So you wouldn't be on their hype crew? Hell no, not today. My tastes have shifted. Like I wouldn't go fucking be the hype man for the Hot Wheels cars either. <laughs> you know, I've grown a lot since then. I don't care about my stuffed Tigger as much as I do. I mean, I'd or be did. The, the hype man for, uh, what was I into when I was that age? Garfield? <laughs> that is that is such a good character match. For me? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll take that insult, but yeah. <laughs> it's not an insult. <laughs> it's an alignment. A fat cat who loves lasagna. <laughs> Hates Mondays. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> I did identify with Garfield though. It was a, it was a. I loved Garfield until Bill Murray fucked it all up. That those movies were terrible. I don't. I don't think I watched it at all. So bad. I mean, like his voice. Okay, Bill Murray's voice. Yeah, probably he was the right pick for a cinematic Garfield or whatever, <laughs> right? <laughs> he air quotes. Air quotes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They should have just got the guy that did the cartoon voice. Yeah, I agree. It was that's what I pictured when I read the comic strips and he he was a perfect it, voice for Garfield. Yeah. It was like the first time I heard I heard Rorschach on film in film. 
Could, it's a perfect you, Rorschach voice. You compared Garfield to Rorschach? <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course I do. I wonder if he's still alive. Garfield is eternal. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, voice find, actor. Find me the find me the death of Garfield episode. Let's just watch that. I typed in Garfield anime. <gasps> what if there was a Garfield anime? <laughs> You'd be so pumped. I'd totally watch it. Drop everything you're doing today just to get into that. Oh my god, there's Garfield anime intro. No. <laughs> On parody. No way. I don't know. The 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 gar the only part about the Garfield movie that I was actually interested in was just seeing how they made the cat look. I thought the style was cool at the time. I haven't looked at it since. It's been a while since I've actually like focused on it. Is I mean, it is it trash now? It's had sequels, right? So uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know, Stefan. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah. But it was a trash movie. <laughs> <laughs> I can confirm. No, I saw like part of it on TV. I mean, it has that one guy. Um, Like he had all the promise of like 90s stardom kind of thing. No, no, I Forget just have his name. to. Um, no, I just have to look. Gonna go on the IMDb. It has five out of ten stars, which is uh, more than I would have assumed. Breck and Meyer. Breck and Meyer. Yep. And then the girl Jennifer is, Love uh, Hewitt. Yeah, exactly. So it's like I do. I do remember. Nineties written all over it. It totally does. I, I remember Breck and Meyer in a lot of movies. Right. Uh, Road Trip was that was like a, a coming of age film for me. It was like that kind of American Pie esque type comedy. I actually really like that movie. I remember him in Rat Race. Uh, he was in Clueless. He was a skateboarder in Clueless. Yes. Yep. Hmm. Breckenmeyer. Good old Breck. And then Jennifer Love Hewitt, yeah. 90s. Mm-hmm. Through and through. How old is he? 44. Ugh. Yeah, go find uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s agent. Otherwise, you're done for, homie. (laughs) (laughs) They still might make a third Garfield movie. (laughs) 100% this guy's showing up in daytime TV. Mark my words. 100%. This guy is going to be... No, I need to see see what his last credit is. No way. Front and center for all my children. Watch. Robot Chicken? Okay. I mean kind of relevant but also like nobody knows it's you yeah because it's all voice acting yeah yep that's it i don't recognize any of these other credits bye bye clueless was it wow there's a clueless tv series yeah there there was they're short-lived yeah that's the first i'd heard of it i don't think it was good Ooh, what does he write he's a writer uh star wars detours he's writing currently what the fuck is star wars detours it's a tv series and it's a comedic look at some of our favorite characters more mundane moments during the reign of the empire <laughs> and george lucas created it well i mean he created star wars in general so. hey i'm just i'm just reading it okay you don't gotta get so shitty with me just saying he's fu- what he's five five and a half I he's trip a, over that dude. He's a short guy. Don't pretend like you knew that. You didn't know that. He you went could to, tell from... That's why he was never a leading man in his 90s movies. Yeah, but... Because he's too short. 
Yeah. Okay, so he needs Robert Downey Jr.'s agent, and he needs... Um, Stilts. Who's the motherfucker that shot... Um, Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson is a director because he makes everybody look taller. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he made uh, Sir Ian McKellen look like he was like seven foot, six foot, seven. So he went to grade school with Drew Barrymore. Are you on trivia now? I'm just dropping facts. <laughs> everybody needs to know the facts. Huge Breckenmeyer fan that you are. Huge Breckenmeyer fan. He's honestly like, I didn't know who he was by name. Until I looked at his photo and I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy. I thought his name was that guy up until this point. Yeah. I've known his career ish. Mr. Guy. Mr. Guy. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Guy face. My friends call me that. Mr. Guy Guy road trip. (laughs) Mr. Guy. No, we love Breckenmeyer, right? We did. We did. Now he's dead to me. Sorry, dude. <clears throat> so you wouldn't be a hype man for Breckenmeyer? Uh, if I was, it definitely would have been in the height of his career. After that, I I don't know. Might have might have moved on to like way bigger actors. I was gonna ask what you what you would have done after you were the hype man for Breckenmeyer. Uh, probably a bunch of cocaine. Mm-hmm. Maybe like drank myself into a bunch of problems. Hit rock bottom. Ooh ooh ooh! Brecken's friends include Ryan Phillippe. Remember that uh-huh. guy? Yep. I don't know who Josh Holland is and Seth Green. Josh Holland. Josh Holland. Let's see. Yeah, I don't know him either. I don't know this guy. I was thinking Tom Holland for a second, and I was like, wow, he was friends with the new Spider-Man when he was like a baby. <laughs> this is like, is this this is Tom Holland's dad? Is that what's going on? Is it? I don't, I'm kidding. <laughs> I googled Josh Holland, and it's a black man. No, it's not. Uh, uh, don't tell me what I'm not looking at right no, now. No, I actually I'm... clicked the link from Breckenmeyer's bio. He's a white man. Josh Holland won. <laughs> Who are you looking at? Two? Uh, I'm looking at Josh Holland. Two? Three? One? How are you spelling it? Okay, uh, this is fucking me up. <laughs> I'm looking at Josh Holland, a photo of Josh Holland on Google. Right, and it says Josh Holland, IMDb, blah blah blah. And off to the right, it says Josh Holland, American actor, and it's got this very handsome black man. But when I click on it, it then shows me some pasty white dude with a forehead as big as mine, and says he was in Legally Blonde too. Conspiracy. I don't know what's going on. Thanks, Google. Thank you for nothing. I mean, his his parent is Tom Holland. <laughs> I don't see like that. The director. <laughs> Oh, there's an American screenwriter named Tom Holland. Yep. Whose parents are also Tom Holland. This is bullshit. I'm (laughs) sick of going down this road. I get it. Hollands, you like the name Tom, you're going to pass it down forever. Uh, Why is he carrying a Chucky doll? Because he's the director of Chucky or Child's Play. He was. The year I was born? Look at that. Would you look at that? I absolutely hated Chucky. Oh, my God. It scared the bejesus out of me. I, I kind of want to go back and watch all of them now. They're probably, like, hilariously hilarious. campy right now. Uh, I can't wait. I was so freaked out as a kid. Yeah, that was terrifying. There was nothing more scary to me in life than my, my toys coming alive and trying to murder me. Yeah, because you had such a connection with your toys, right? <laughs> well, okay, I had this big bird, and at the time of my life where I remember it, it was as big or a little bit bigger than I was. So it was to me, it was like a life-size big bird. 
And my mom, for whatever reason, thought it would be a good idea to put it in the closet facing my bed. So it just fucking (laughs) stared at me while I slept. Uh, And it bothered me to the point where I ended up going out into the living room and curling up around the the little furnace vents. Yeah, yeah. Because I need like I didn't want to bring my blankets or whatever and I didn't want to go back in my room. So I just go out and sleep in the living room on the floor, curled up around the vent because uh, of Big Bird. Because of fucking Big Bird. I had something similar. I remember I cried so hard because I wanted my mom to buy me um these kind of like taller than this, maybe like a 12-inch action figure of the Universal Monsters. Uh-huh. Like she got me the mummy and Dracula. Oh, <laughs> I, I thought it was the coolest thing until I got home, put it on my like you know nightstand next to my bed. Oh, I could not have. I, I put it in a box and I've never played with them again. Kind of. Like, I don't know what what freaked me out by the time, you know, you see those toys sitting on your nightstand at night, kind of thing. It's like your eyes start fucking. It was with different you. from when I saw it in the store, and I was like, yes, I want that. I yeah. want those cool things, kind of thing. But you start psyching yourself out. Like, did the arm move? Or maybe did he pull the hatchet off of his back and put it in his hand? Cause I don't remember. Maybe that's the shit I would do to myself. It's funny. Cause I don't find mummies scary mm-hmm. at least, especially the, the old universal studios kind, you know, like clearly it's a man wrapped in, yeah. you know, white bandages kind of thing. Right. Um, but it, it, it's funny how that worked out. I, I actually, actually want to look for those things. And I also hid, um, a copy of, uh, Stories to tell in the dark, or oh, scary yeah. stories yeah, yeah. to tell in the dark. With the thing. crazy illustrations, yeah. In it, that book scared me because yeah. just the cover itself. I was yeah. like, nope, <laughs> put that in the thing. But I loved them. I loved them though, right? Like, like only around your friends. You're like, oh, look at these. these yeah, is, these are so cool. And in clear daylight, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then you get home, and you're like, this is this is this is not not at all what I want to be thinking. Yeah, about. I'm hiding the devil's book yeah, in this right. box. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight's the night I get possessed. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. I, uh, I'm pretty sure I grew out of a lot of that stuff early on, though. Because as soon as I figured out what Hot Wheels were, I just started collecting those. So Hot Wheels was your, um... I had briefcases of Hot Wheels. Yeah? Briefcases. You still have them? No. No. Because my dad worked at a body shop, I'd always take them to his body shop and repaint them. Which is oh yeah you know, that ruins bullshit thing yeah everything so they had this little um it was a do you know what a sandblaster is sure it's I can like imagine a, so okay it's a big tank and you put your arms into these well you can open up the tank right yeah so you open it you put whatever you need to put inside of it you close it you seal it and then they've got these two holes that you put your arms inside of that are these really long gloves so you can look through this glass pane and then hold the thing that you put inside of the tank and there's a little gun. You turn it on. What it does is it shoots the sand out so fucking hard. And at it whatever, strips away the strips away everything the off of the surface. That's what I figured. It would. And so I would strip down all my little Hot Wheels, thinking like, "Oh yeah, it's gonna this is gonna be so much cooler than the way it was," you know. And um, my he would my dad would humor me. He'd paint it, and it would end up looking like shit. And I'm like, cool. I had all these like nice like showroom cars, and now it looks like a fucking junkyard. <laughs> So then I had to like rearrange everything, like everything I thought was like all my cool cars that I thought that I took to get painted were now all my shitty ones. So they were they were off in their own little briefcase. And so monster trucks, monster truck days are when those would come out, you know, not the nice, shiny cars. 
That's my Hot Wheels story. No, it's a good one. I mean, it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think I had a short stint with Hot Wheels. Um, Was it? Because if you're a Matchbox guy, we couldn't be friends. Hot Wheels made the nicest, the nicest. I don't think I care about the brand, though. That's why. Yeah, see? Mm -mm. But cars were once a thing, and now it's not. (laughs) I don't own a single car. As a matter of fact, I hate my own car. I wish I didn't own it. No, that's not true. I like my car. Are you going to get sad when you have to end up getting rid of it? Eventually junking it? I probably will be. <laughs> like, you're going to, like, you're going to, like, have a pep talk with it in the parking lot before your new one gets pulled oh, out from the inventory? You're going to make me sad. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know, one of the, the movies growing up uh, that that has probably ruined my psyche is uh, Brave Little Toaster. <laughs> I've never, I've not oh, seen it. Oh, my goodness. See it? And you're going to feel, no, you may not, because you might be already, like, jaded and shit, but. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> no, you won't feel anything. You're already a piece of shit. I mean, can I spoil it a little? Yeah, I don't care. It's essentially um, Toy Story, but before Toy Story. Okay. It was a bunch of objects that this kid had, like, one was a, a favorite blanket, one was a vacuum, a radio, and uh, he leaves for college, and then they they chase after him because like oh. they, he, they think he needs them. Mm-hmm. Um, he was looking for them too, though. And he realizes at the end of the movie that he doesn't need them and he gets rid of them. No, he keeps them, oh. but he, there's a sequel. And <laughs> then I think they get lost or something again. And then, yeah, this is legitimately toy story. It's literally toy story. Like, yeah. Pixar took this idea and made it more mainstream. I want to say they did. What a bunch of dicks. Another conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> Pixar is so amazing. They're so original. <laughs> but Bullshit. then again, uh, Disney owns Brave Little Toaster. So, oh, so, okay. So was this like, prior to, did they already own it with Brave Little Toaster? Uh, I think they did mm-hmm. because uh, okay. I, I think it was Touchstone Pictures and they already bought that when, studio or something. When did Disney buy Pixar? Was this, I don't know. It's just, it's shady and it's stupid. Somebody had a really great idea on Brave Little Toaster and then some jackass came along and he's just like, what well, if you took a blanket and made it a Buzz Lightyear? <laughs> and put it in 3D. Yeah. And, and here, <laughs> wait for it. Here's the line. I'm falling with style. <laughs> Such a but more Tim allen And they're like, fucking genius. Genius. How much money do you need? Here, here's a blank check. You just fill this out as soon as you know. The, the guy that signed that check must have been, uh, you know, Brave Little Toaster fan. No. No, you don't no. think so? <laughs> no. That the person who signed that check fucking hated Brave Little Toaster and wanted to see it get put in something else's shadow. I mean, that's fair. That's that's what happened. In my world. I think Brave Little Toaster has more of a a cult following. So it gives you a little bit of like Disney hipster cred. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like if you uh all right. If you're a fan of that, you can make that Toy make Story. that reference. Yeah. Yeah, and see who see whose face lights up, and then that's how you know you'll connect with somebody else. Yeah, on because like the- literally at the the Disney convention, there was a guy cosplaying as you know the the guy who owns all that that stuff, and he had a vacuum with him and stuff. Uh-huh. And maybe 
you know, two out of f- five people would recognize him. Kind That's of thing. more than I thought you were going to say. Because like, I don't know, there's some. Is that is that too much still? Maybe two out of ten. No. But it's also maybe it's the audience. Yeah, yeah. Like the I was, audience, I was like, gonna say it's a lot more concentrated yeah, if, at, at if, the Disney convention. If you just went like trick or treating in that outfit, people oh yeah, are like, people would be like, "This guy's fuck? so fucking yeah. lazy." Like, yeah. put your vacuum away, idiot. <laughs> Why does this guy have his vacuum? Yeah. What a what a uh, blanket and, and radio with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, forget the wig he I was know. wearing. <laughs> They're like, "You gonna dress up or are you just coming outside?" <laughs> Finish your chores, man. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> fucked up. Uh, yeah, I've been listening to this. Um, I've been listening to this murder podcast lately. It's actually what I was listening to good, when I pulled up. Good segue. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, Disney gets me all hyped on murder. Okay, the murder podcast. Okay, well, let's hold on. Let's talk about let's talk about Disney movies where somebody doesn't die. Uh, Point taken. Um, <laughs> yeah. Bambi's mom got fucking murdered the shit out of her. Um, Mufasa. I was going to say Sword and Stone, but I do think they killed the witch lady in there. Yeah. She turns into a virus. Yeah. And then she catches herself. Something like that. Oh. God, that would be so defeat. Like, if I ran into a wizard and we were having a fucking... You know, we went full Harry Potter. Oh, we were supposed to do a Harry Potter episode. We still will. Okay. <laughs> and this other wizard turned me into a virus and then made me catch myself. Yeah. That's fucked up. That is. That's like Yoda level wizardry. That would make me so pissed. D- dang. You, you got to think Sword and Stone was probably legitimately like. I don't the know. first Harry Potter. Yeah, I was gonna say something. Like that. Oh my god, what if that was Dumbledore? <laughs> it looks exactly the same. Uh, Dumbledore's origin story. Yeah. No, that's yeah. happening right now. <laughs> Dumbledore's origin story is happening right now. Yeah, that's a real uh, thing. In what's that called? Fantastic Beasts. Have you not seen that yet? Oh, I guess that's right. I didn't think about that. Yeah. <laughs> I am too stupid. I'm just there for the fucking the visual effects and the. The and the loud noises. Creatures and I don't give shit. a fuck yeah. about the storyline. <laughs> Just hook me up with some popcorn and a nice coffee. I'm in it. <laughs> Light effects. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, the ground is shaking. <laughs> These speakers are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More light. More light. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think that's why I just generally get the crossovers and don't really give a fuck about how. Well, I care about loyal, like in, in the things that I'm aware of that I have a little bit of background on, I'll, I'll go for it and just be like, make my own judgments. But yeah, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to show up to Fantastic Beasts and start looking for plot holes and how it connects to the Harry Potter world. I don't do that. I mean, in, in maybe after the second viewing of the, the movie. Mm hmm. But most movies, even though I've read like source material or or know about the source material, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt kind mm, of thing. Mm. Pretend like it's its own thing. Thing, yeah, like fan fiction kind mm. of thing. Like it's it's somebody's take on it. Yeah. Um, and whether that is good or not, then that kind of like determines if you're gonna love it or not. Yeah. <laughs> whether it's good. If you're gonna if you're going to mention it casually or just stop talking about it and forget that it was a thing. I respect yeah. that though. Yeah. 
I respect that. So murder podcast. No. You know what? Before we change subjects, you know how I was talking about the whole fucking zipper from the top of the head thing? Zipper from the top of the head. Okay. We've gone from band roadies to merch people to, you know, fucking disguises where it's like a zipper from the top of the head. Yeah. Fantastic beasts and where to find them. You think one guy is one person, but it turns out he's not that person because he had a disguise on. Boom. Zipper from the top of the head. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Thanks for bringing my point all the way around. Spoiler. Yeah, spoiler alert. (laughs) No one is who you think they are. (laughs) Not even you. (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) Stefan, I'm you. Moral of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but the murder podcast is cool. They just focus on. Wait, hold on. It's called murder. It's called my favorite murder. My favorite murder. Mm -hmm. And Vanessa. Vanessa turned me on to it. It's it's pretty I think it's interesting because they just talk about all of these terrible things that happen to these nice people in most cases and how unfortunate it is. And then a lot of people will submit their own stories about their hometown murderers. Yeah. Well, I can't remember how this whole thing started, but they mentioned it in one episode where uh, before this podcast existed, these two ladies were in the room and some murder came up and one of them seemed really interested in it and was going on and on and on about how interesting the story was. And it like made everyone in the room except another person completely turn off. And then she like ran over to the first girl and was just like, tell me more about it. And then they just decided that they wanted to focus on murders and now they're doing world tours and like live shows about murder. Cool. It is cool. I think you should listen to it. I wish we had a subject. <laughs> we can go back into Wizards. I'm okay talking about Wizards. Oh, all of a sudden we're the Wizards podcast. <laughs> Just any type of wizard. <laughs> My we're favorite now, wizard. <laughs> we're now taking calls on um, your favorite uh, kinds of your destructive spells. <laughs> Uh, preferably in the not dust format <laughs> and only seven syllables or less. We'll take our first caller, Stefan. Thank you for calling my favorite wizard. <laughs> Stefan, are uh-huh. you there? Yes. Uh, thank you for calling my favorite wizard. Uh, what, what, what do you, uh, what do you want to talk about this morning, this evening? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, somebody cast a, a mute spell on you. I see. A cat's got my tongue. Oh, um, so what you're going to want to do is uh, put out your uh, your level 70 um, uh, wicker uh, sh- sh- shaker. shaker. <laughs> okay, hold on. And you're going to go outside and violently <laughs> yell. On. Please describe a level 70 wicker shaker. It's a... To most people, it looks like a big, big wooden spoon. <laughs> but to the person that's holding it, it looks like a it looks like a big totem dildo <laughs> made of wicker. No, 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 no. It looks nothing like wicker. I'm gonna get this off the table. Is this, is this causing you anxiety? You should just replace that object with something new every episode, and I'll just keep calling back to whatever that thing is. But it'll always be phallic. Right? It's well, that's what it is. I mean, that's a hundred percent what it is. Tell me that thing does not look no, like a it, it tells a story. Okay. 
New contest. Where can you put that thing where it doesn't look like a dildo? <laughs> if I hid that in a sex shop right now, people would be like, wow, very original. It's even got faces on it. <laughs> what if I put it up against a couple of books? Doesn't it look like a bookend? Uh, yeah, that's true. Okay, so I you, mean, you don't look at bookends. And you got one. Dildo. <laughs> it's true. I'll give you that. Okay. But when you when you put it solo on the table like that. Fate. And when I hold it like this? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> smells like baby oil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, good times. So anyway, the person holding the... I already forgot the name of it. Level 70. Uh, Wicker Shaker. Wicker Shaker. <laughs> It looks like a big dildo, and out of the top of it, a Roman candle, and those Roman candles turn into little tiny fairies that fly around into a uh, seven-sided star, seven-pointed star, <clears throat> and the devil sounds above you go, and you use that... <laughs> To get the cat off your tongue. I mean, you could have stopped it maybe like... I could have. The Roman candle bit. Uh, I don't know. But I got everybody to think about what I just said, which is cool. Yeah. If I asked you to draw that, it would probably be pretty accurate to what I was thinking. Yeah, probably. And it would force you to draw a dick. So, you know, not like we don't have enough uh, dick drawings on this board here. One, two, three. Yeah, I know. And now you're finding physical objects that resemble cool yeah so thank you for calling today Stefan. i hope you get that cat off your tongue very quickly (laughs) (laughs) and please uh call back and let our listeners know how easy it was using the level 70 (laughs) wicker shaker we were on such a roll we're still on a roll are we i think so we can cut that bit out. I don't know. I don't. Jeez. <laughs> so. But I made you second guess it, right? No, no. I still I still stand firm behind my you, whole thing. I did round trip because then I I went back to the call to end it out. That was hmm. that was a good way to that was a good way to uh, you know wrap up the bit, wrap up the segment, wrap up the. <laughs> hey. <laughs> And now my favorite song. <laughs> You'd be the roadie for that rapper. <laughs> With a big jumpsuit that zips up from the top. <laughs> Are we writing a comic right now? Because it kind of sounds like we're writing an adventure. <laughs> this is our origin story. Aaron and Stefan couldn't figure out what they wanted to do in life. A hype man and a band roadie. Making disguises and talking about wizardry. It they, sounds like Scooby-Doo, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could pass off your car for like a pretty rundown mystery machine. <laughs> Why's it got to be run down? <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> I did just pull a crock pot out of it. and <laughs> What else is back there? I think like loose candies. 
I'm gonna pull that. I'm gonna pull that comment out of context. That's gonna be our. <laughs> that's gonna be our our, our uh, out of context quote for this episode. <laughs> Which I did just pull a crock pot out of there. No, the other one. Loose candies. What else is back there? I think I pulled out a bunch of loose candies. <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. <gasps> did I tell you I got pulled over for the first time? Ever? Yeah. What did you do? Was there shit, oh. shit undies flying off the back? Or no. What happened? You were speeding? No, I, I did a bit of a short stop. Ooh. Ooh. And I literally made eye contact with the police oh, officer damn. as I was Gangster. going into You I, gave him a stare down you're like you're like I'm not gonna stop fucking was, do something it was unintentional <laughs> but then I I knew I had fucked up as soon as I, I passed the car by did you just pull over immediately or did you actually no, wait for him uh, to there, flip a bitch there yeah he uh he immediately turned right and then um he he did the light thing on me did he pull you out of the car no. tell you to sit on the curb no was this out here it was in uh down south down south? Down south meaning like it's San Diego, but not, you know what I mean? So like you were close to the border? Yeah. Okay. All right. But my car was a mess at the time. It was so dirty. <sighs> this guy um, thought he for sure hit the hit the fucking uh, jackpot. That or maybe he was he was nervous. I don't know. Do they normally do that? Like before they approach you, they run your license plate and everything like that. They do that, right? Uh, No. Not well, always. Okay. So he he, he, he sat totally, behind you for a bit. He told yeah he totally ran my license plate before he approached the window. Oh damn. Um, you got you got discriminated, huh? I mean maybe, but they're like, yo, this car's a fucking dump. It's got at least two hundred and fifty k on the odometer. <laughs> he would have been <laughs> like, he straight up dropped a rock underneath <laughs> all this trash somewhere. Let's run his plates now. Oh, it's good he didn't ask to see the the trunk. <laughs> two felonies man gone i know they're like this guy is a fucking serial killer (laughs) he's literally trying to lure people in with the slow cooking proteins (laughs) and his little treats you you sick bastard you're going away for a long long time (laughs) i was really nervous though i get nervous when i get pulled over too i was really nervous i don't know like I was like, fuck me. I'm going to have to like pay, go to like a driving school kind of thing. Like I was already kind of like spiraling. And then I didn't have my up to date um, registration. No insurance. I had registration and the insurance card was oh. what was missing. Yeah. Um, and then was he they, cool about that? I mean, yes, technically. He asked me to look it up online if yeah. I could pull it. And, and I couldn't because it was under my dad's email. And then. Yeah. I couldn't get to it. Yeah. So I was like, I'm sorry, officer. Paul. And then, you know, you're using these like proper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hello, sir. No, sir. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, sir. And then he's like, have you ever been um, in trouble with the laws? Like, no, sir. Not at all. No, no I haven't. <laughs> Don't look at my record. <laughs> I mean, he probably ran it. I mean, he took my um, driver's license and he went back to his car for like 10, 15 minutes. I mean, he probably ran everything to see yeah. like. He didn't believe you. It's it's possible. Oh, yeah. He he asked if I had contact lenses on. Because oh, you know on my on my driver's license, correct yeah, corrective yeah. lenses. And then um he <laughs> he told me to look. So I was facing him outside out my driver's side window, and he told me to look towards like the front windshield. Mm-hmm. And then I like moved my entire head. He oh, says, Low, no, only with your eyes. I was like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> he wanted to he wanted to see if your eyes are jumping. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
I can't do it. You're like, officer. I told him I, I can't, <laughs> couldn't do it. But I said, no, I, I'm, trust me, I'm wearing them. I was all like, I was like, I can take them out if you want me to. Yeah. And then he's like, no, it's okay. And he said, like, you wouldn't be lying to me. I was like, no, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I, I'm, I've never experienced that much. Uh, but I also made sure that he had a body cam on. And oh. I knew I was in frame. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yo, yo, how my hair look? Yo, what's up? What's up, like PD? How you doing, boo? <laughs> no, and, and you know, I was I was genuinely curious because, like, first time I've ever been pulled over for anything, so. Wow. Yeah, I get super nervous when I get pulled over, and it doesn't help. I remember when I was still in college, I was driving back down to Las Vegas from Reno, and I got pulled over because I was going too fast. Yeah. And I knew I, as soon as I drove by the cop and he turned around, I knew he was, was going to pull me over. Yeah, I just yeah. pulled over. I didn't even waste any time. Yeah. Uh, and so he comes up, he walks up to the window, big kind of like burly white dude with a with a kind of like a porn stash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's like, uh, license and registration. And I'm sitting there kind of like shaking a little bit like I, I, I fucking nothing to hide. I was a good kid. Still was a good kid. Yeah. And I'm just like trembling and like reaching for the thing. I'm like talking to my then girlfriend, now wife, all nervous. And and I hand him the stuff and he's like, he's like, you're shaking. He's like, is there anything I need to know about? And I'm like, nah, man. I was like, I don't know, nah, man. No. Nah. I was like, I've been, I've been pulled over like two times in my life. Cops make me nervous. It's just a thing. You told him that? Yeah. What did he say? He's just like, he, he's like, I'll be right back. He, he literally just didn't even acknowledge oh, yeah, it. He yeah, like yeah. walked back, ran everything and he came back and he handed me my shit back. And he's like, speed limits. Uh, I don't know if it was 70. He's like, speed limits 70. And he's like, drive safe. I was just like, yes, sir. Off yeah. I went. But I think, I don't think I've actually ever been pulled over by a, by a city cop except one time when I didn't have the updated tags on my license plate. Yeah. Every other time has been by a highway patrolman. Every single time I get off easy. If it's something that I was doing wrong. I was really nervous that he was going to cite me on that too. Did he not? He just ran your shit and uh, let you go? No, I'm still within, I was still within the month. So even though your, your, uh, your tag expires on the month of, uh-huh. it's good until the 31st and, okay. or 30th. Yeah. So he didn't write you a ticket though. Mm-mm. He just ran your shit and it's just like, stop driving through stop signs, idiot. Yeah. Please <laughs> make a complete stop and bring your insurance card with you. Uh that's cool. Because he said that's a $850 ticket. I was like, okay. Yeah, but yeah, if you don't, like, just because you don't have proof there, as long as you can show that you were insured when you were pulled over, easy. Yeah. Easy peasy. Not a thing. But that's cool. I get that he's, like, into it and into his job. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's 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 fine. I didn't, um, I wasn't angry. I, I knew I, I fucked that up, right? Like. <laughs> you fucked up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I could be making longer stops now, so. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, you want to go replace my brake pads and make sure that I'm stopping my wheels. All right. (laughs) Does your car have brake pads (laughs) or did you lose those like a hundred thousand miles ago? Uh, It's called the drum. Oh, oh, (laughs) nope. But I respect the effort. What would you do if he like pulled you over and you're like, uh, he's like license and registration. You're like, it's in my glove box. He's like, listen, I don't need the fucking attitude. What do you do in that situation? Uh, I'd probably just humor it and not, not return the the hostility, not return the host. So, yeah. So I say, I say, uh, lose the fucking attitude. You then say, okay, don't fucking talk down to me now. (laughs) It's like, you're going to fucking hit me with the attitude and then just get short with me. Here's my registration, sir. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, all right. Cool. Anything I need to know about, sir? I noticed your body Don't cam. fucking look at me like <laughs> your that. Your body cam. I'm looking at the body cam. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> yeah. There was one... Uh, the one cop I got pulled over by who was super shitty with me was actually running through a stop sign. The cop was? I was. Oh, yeah. I ran the stop sign. I didn't run it. I just slowed down, didn't stop completely, and it was dark outside, so she didn't see me. Like, or I'm sorry, I didn't see her. <laughs> she didn't see me. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh... She pulls me over, and she's like, <laughs> "I was, I was trying to, I was playing stupid. I was 19, mm-hmm. and she's like, do you know why I stopped you?'" And I was like, "Speeding." She's like, "Speeding." Yeah. She's like, "Try again." I'm like. Beating? <laughs> she's just like, she's like that stop sign back there over the bridge. She's like, you rolled right through it. You did it right in front of me. She's like, I'm gonna need to see your license and registration. And I do this thing where it's like, anytime I get pulled over, before I do anything, I like let them know where I'm moving. So hopefully, it like, I don't know, like, hey, instead of like me trying to make a move and you not trusting me, I'm trying to like establish some trust, even though I don't like your fucking tone. Oh, you mean don't. Like you I were, literally won't do anything, anything until requested. Just letting them know. She's yeah. like, she's like, give me your license registration. I'm like, my license is in my back pocket. My registration's in my glove box. I'm gonna reach for it. Yeah. And that's how you start to smooth it over. She's like, thanks for letting me know. Cool. She still wrote me a ticket. <laughs> but I don't know if this is. I don't know if you can do this here in San Diego. But if you in Nevada, if you get a, a ticket, you can talk to a city prosecutor uh-huh. and they'll typically just lower whatever it is if you just admit guilt. And so I got out of that moving violation uh, by admitting guilt, by admitting guilt. She's like the prosecutor is like, so I can I can drop this down to a fee of one hundred and twenty dollars and failure to signal if you want to take that. And I was like, I was like, yeah, well, that won't be any demerits. She's like, no. I'm like, all right, let's go. Easy. No school. No demerits. One hundred twenty bucks for being a little shit. Small price to pay. Fair. Not $240 is better than going to fucking traffic. Yeah. That's my story about being pulled over. Thanks for joining Pull Over Radio. <laughs> See my, you next time. My favorite pullover. My favorite pullover, which is a show <laughs> about sweaters. <laughs> Wow. So many ideas. I mean, yeah. Why why have one subject when you can have them all? Yeah. Uh really. My favorite pullovers. <laughs> it's just like a live recording walking through a fucking <laughs> banana republic. <laughs> mm, yes, this uh wool mustard pullover is quite nice. Paired up with a pattern button up <laughs> and some starched collars. You could really, really Elevate your look for your next croquet match. No, Bob. I think the right one is the cashmere. How many times do I have to tell you to call me dick? (laughs) Your last name's Black. (laughs) So on, so in fucking roll call, I'm. (laughs) I'm. Because your name was Robert? Bob? Dick. Is that actually the nickname for Bob? Dick? Yeah. Uh, I think it's Richard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Richard. (laughs) 
but I still want to stick to the bit because I I think it's funny. So please, how many times do I have to tell you call me Dick? Well, Dick, Richard Black. <laughs> yes, what? What sweater pullover would you like to talk about? Because I, I started to cover mine and it's fantastic use on the croquet course. Cashmere sweaters. First, introduce yourself. You fucking Neanderthal. <laughs> I thought you would. People don't know you yet. <laughs> I thought you would. <laughs> no. I introduce, I, I introduce myself. I think it's offensive to introduce other people. <laughs> <laughs> well. My name's Bob. <laughs> All right, Bob. <laughs> Bob and Dick, my favorite pull-off. <laughs> Let's hear it. Yep. <laughs> and why do they have this voice? <laughs> I don't know. Those are the only people that wear pullover sweater. I feel like Dick Black has a very distinguished voice, especially if he plays croquet. So just you know, that's okay, my that's on. my character. What's so, yours? So no, you have to give me a last name now. Um. Mm. White. <laughs> Bubble white. <laughs> Perfect. Why did you say it like that? White. <laughs> Can you talk like that, actually? I'm Bob White. Today's pullover is a polyester blend. Button up with a pocket. Perfect. For my jubilee of pens. I was going to say lawn bowling. Ooh. That's totally an old people's sport. Lawn bowling? Yeah. I saw a whole group of old people lawn bowling at while I was searching for Pokemon at Balboa. <laughs> yes. A long time ago. There's a whole... It's it's there. It's every week. There's a lawn bowling... How did they um, get there? Is there they... a retirement home up there? Because half of them looked like they were going to fucking break in half. It's interesting how many old people congregate at Balboa Park. Seriously. Like, is there some fucking there's, lift I'm missing? There's also a bridge club further yep. down on mm-hmm. you know that side of mm-hmm. park. Um, what else have I seen old people do there? Die? The, <laughs> they look oh. like they're dying. <laughs> there's, a, there's an Asian um, kind of like meditative or breathing type. It's... You know what? I, wait, 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 wait. There's an old Asian that is a breathing type. <laughs> You're like, I went up there, saw them lawn bowling, and I saw this old Asian man who's kind of the breathing type. Like, no oxygen hooked no. up yet. <laughs> I said meditative. Oh, so he's a meditating breathing type old guy Asian in the group that well, lawn yes, bowls. Yes, yes. Oh. Is that Bob White? <laughs> From the My Favorite Pullover podcast. He probably attends. Oh, man. What a guy. <laughs> the whitest name with the most and Asian. There's a, and then there's a botanical society. Like, everything all old people love to do 
is at Balboa Park. You know a strange amount about all of the fucking crony activities. I used to walk. You're like, I'm going into geriatrics. (laughs) (laughs) I want to study. I want to study the deteriorating. (laughs) I've got my PhD in old people. (laughs) Would you like a word as young man? (laughs) Sit down. Listen. I've got a level 70 wicker. <laughs> and my favorite podcast. 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 Uh, fuck. Now I just want to go study old people. I feel like that would be funny. Uh, never mind. That wouldn't be funny. It was actually instantly unfunny as soon as I said that. To study old people? Like, start a traveling podcast where you just follow an old person for a day. It would get sad. It's only sad if you go back and try to do, like, a to-be-continued episode. Because everybody knows that'll never happen. (laughs) (laughs) Let's call it what it is. It's a one-and-done thing. There is a very non-old type activity at Bubble Park. Archery. That's true. That's true. But you have to understand that, like, even though they're not old, they talk like they fucking came from the old English days where everything sounded like a poem. The people who you do archery out there. Uh huh. I would know because I'm actually a pro archer now. Ever since we went and. Do you have feeling again? I do. Yeah. They feel fine now. I don't know why I looked at this hand because it's not the hand that I'm pulling with, but. <laughs> but you yes. thought, yeah. I, I think I just. It was having sympathy. Things. I pulled up two hands just to like run my thumb over each set of three to see if the feeling was the same. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. It was, uh, it's a little bit of like, a little bit of chafing on the tips of the fingers, but I feel like I was shooting it the right way. So would you go again? I'd go again. I'd do that again. Yeah. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Um,. um even though I was terrible at it. it was pretty You're bad. pretty bad. I was pretty bad too, though. <laughs> wow. Didn't waste any so time. I, hey, you know what? I call it like it is. I did hit the zombie on the head. Twice. Twice. Nice. Nobody was looking, but I really did hit it. Every time I went up there uh, to grab the arrows out, I stabbed ours in the middle. Yeah. So it looked like we were actually hitting our hitting shots, thing. even though but it was nobody little... was checking the paper. Yeah. No, it's too bad. No. And it's not like I was gaining anything out of it. The fucking staff weren't sitting there like, oh, maybe we could find our next fucking team marcher on here. <laughs> like when we go to fucking state, we need a good shooter. <laughs> and they're looking at <laughs> they're looking at our sheet and they're like, these guys, <laughs> these guys arch. Yeah, I heard they do Olympic recruiting from the archery <laughs> yeah, range right? in San Diego. <laughs> 100%. 100%. Right down the street from the mead place. <laughs> hey, but there there were guys in there that were um pro. I don't know. I don't want to call them pro. Military. I, I mean, I wasn't watching Old. them either. Old. Um. <laughs> okay, the kinds of guys that show up to those ranges and they look like they've been out in the wilderness for five years. Those are the people I want to fuck with the least. Like yeah. I pick a bald buff guy who's a bouncer at a bar. No, ten times over before I ever fucked with one of those guys. They would have yelled clear and then shot you in the back <laughs> with an arrow. <laughs> it's actually a cover up for murdering people. Clear. <laughs> Oops. I didn't hear it. Yeah. Cleared his life. Bye. <laughs> yeah. 
No, but yeah, I would do it again, and I I do want to try it um, outside. Why like at the why why not? Because I feel like that's so dangerous. Are you gonna buy a compound or not a compound bow? Uh, what do they call those? What kind of bows were they? The the simple ones we were using. Yeah. The kitty bows. For those of you who haven't figured it out yet, Stefan and I went to an archery range. Oh, yeah. I think that goes without saying, but... You know what we should do? Unofficially, get a small group and go back and do that again. Because I would do that again. You think that would hurt feelings? No. I mean, who... Yeah. No. Is it just going to be the thing? Is it just going to be like a one-two thing? Like, (laughs) hey, man, I had a really good time with you. You want to go fucking shoot some bows and arrows? (laughs) Then we can get drunk off some mead. <laughs> We're going down to the archery range. <laughs> oh, yes. This sounds quite delightful. <laughs> right after I'm done pushing these pixels, let's go down and shoot some fucking arrows. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. Not only do I get better at shooting the arrows, I get better at stabbing them, too. <laughs> My dream is to get drafted in an archery competition. <laughs> I would do it again. Yeah. If it was one of the the situations where I had to go out and do something or I had to find something to do with a group of people, it would be one of those things I would consider. Yeah. I probably would actually pick it before um, go-kart racing. Okay, because you're trash at racing. Oh, yeah, and it hurts. Yeah, it does. You get sore as fuck. Yeah. We went to, me and and some of the team went to uh, that K1 place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. It hurts. My arms and my ribs were so sore the day after. Because you're, you're, you're just... You're, you're like literally, leaning. yeah, leaning. You're you're bracing yourself for every turn, and you're literally like driving your weight down the the road. Yeah, and it teaches you bad habits. You got fucking pulled over. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. I am terrible at that, especially when people are like trying to pass you up. I'd literally like unintentionally go the way that they're going to be coming from, so yeah. I kind of block them. You're like trying to wave them by. You're yeah. like not focusing on where you're steering. <laughs> What a dick. <laughs> well, there's some people that want to fucking show off when we get to the K1 stuff. Yeah. I'm like, fucking slow down. We're not having fun. You like lapping us and shit. Oh, my God. You are such a fucking lawn bowler. Listen to you. <laughs> I'm serious, though. At my last job, um, my boss, he was so into the, the K1 speeding track. He brought us and he was fucking laughing, lapping us and... Oh, man, that's it. He was superior. I mean, like, he was a good driver, but... But he was also a dick. It, it also made it um, a tense situation. And I couldn't even find a helmet that fit my fucking huge-ass head. Oh, They had to go to the back. They're like, hold on, let me get the big helmet. Yeah, let me get the fucking iron <laughs> yeah. dome for fucking, uh, you know, head, head case over here. And then even then, I felt like I was being... Yeah, it's like one of those those devices where, like... Puts you in a vice kind of thing. Yeah. 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 I did, I think the only reason why I got a helmet that fit me while I was there is because I brought my own. Yeah. Otherwise, it's sitting there like trying to fit this fucking thing, this melon inside of a helmet that's just like. And then and then it's like not even fun, right? Because all you can think about is your head throbbing in this yeah. tiny little like yeah. eggshell. Yeah. Nope. I brought mine. I probably looked like a douche, but I don't I didn't really care. I didn't have to worry about somebody else's sweat dripping down my face. I had to worry about any kind of like cleanliness thing. Like whatever the, the condition of that helmet was in was because of me. So exactly. I didn't have to worry about it. And then um, 
I was surprised at how easy the setup was for the archery stuff too. Yeah. Compared to any other kind of like group activity you would do kind of thing. Like the setup was, was, was pretty easy. Yeah. It was super straightforward. Yeah. Went super fast. Uh, and it's like after you did it the first or second time, you pretty much had the hang of it. Yeah. It was just like dialing in from there. I did this thing towards the end of, of our session where I would like, I would like raise up the bow, mm-hmm. like not even like aiming or doing correct form. I would, I would raise it and then I would pull back and quickly release it because I found that by like by raising it, by looking at the target, just like this, instead of trying to like aim down it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm like pantomiming this thing like anybody can fucking see what I'm doing right now. <laughs> it was like a quick raise, pull back and quick release. And I was way more accurate doing that than trying to like overthink it while holding it and like shaking. Yeah, you really couldn't. You really couldn't aim for the most part no like the advice the best advice they gave us was like you know when you think you've got it aim down a little bit more Mm -hmm. and i think that did help a lot actually it's so true because i guess the when you release the the bow kind of like angles up or something like that when i think it's just some like body compensating that's happening yeah or maybe maybe where your eyes and face are because the the arrow is a little bit lower than where your eyes are actually focusing in so i think we overcorrect to go up instead of down yeah but yeah, it kind of almost felt like when you raise down or when you lower it, like you're almost going to hit the ground and it's going to bounce up off the ground and shoot up. But whatever. It worked out. No, nobody got hit with anything and nothing was severely damaged. I was fully expecting the whole experience to be the same thing like at the gun range. It was it was You went to a gun range with different. people? Yeah, I went from my friend's uh bachelor party. And you range. shot guns? Yeah. What was your least favorite part about it? This is about to turn into my favorite murder. <laughs> anyway, so you shot a gun. Was this the first time you've ever shot a gun? Yeah. Yeah. Did you feel intimidated picking it up and aiming it for the first time? I did, of course. Um, and I think that's the way you're supposed to. Uh, I think the proper way to feel about it. Kind yeah, of thing. Because I agree. You, you never really know because like the there's the recoil that happens when 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 the shots fired off and stuff like that. And um, it it's not easy like when when you see it on like movies and tv shows and stuff like that yes yeah. it's, it's a lot harder they right. even gave us like little little t- uh, potato guns not a potato gun i mean they gave They're us probably like too, nine millimeters but there was a there was a larger one like it was a rifle or like shoulder yeah one that i had to yeah i had to was it like semi-auto so pow 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 there was even a sighted scope on it or something oh like really that, but, but was it semi-auto i don't like, were you able to pull the trigger, like, ten times? No, no. So it was, like, pow. Something like that. Okay, interesting. I, we might have done both. I don't know. Oh. They gave us an array of guns to try kind of thing. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Did you kill shot? Did you do this? No, they wouldn't let you do that. Oh, that's fucked up. Never shot a gun until you do a kill shot. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, a kill shot is when you turn the gun sideways uh, without aiming. And just I mean. Every single chance. Like an arcade when you're shooting zombies 100%, and stuff. Yeah. 100%. It's the like only way to do it. Under the yeah. arm and shit. <laughs> yeah. like, no shame. I hope that doesn't turn into bad habits like K1 does to your driving. <laughs> I'm just like going to like drive like a shooting range and I'm just like under my fucking shoulder. Uh, <sighs> I eat your goods. You yeah. Know, there's a 10% of truth in that. Yeah. That's that. Didn't I? Wait, didn't didn't I joke with you about that bit? Is that us? Like ten percent of what you say is true or joke about is true. Yeah, sounds about right. But I don't know if that falls under the ten percent of true. And you can't really 
like try to break it down and like every statement has 10% truth. That's not what I mean by that. Cause I a hundred percent hate you. <laughs> 10% of a hundred percent is listen. 10%. No, 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 no. I'm saying 10% of the things that you joke about are true, right? Uh-huh. That's everything you say. Not no I'm, wait. 10% of the things you joke about. So like I'm saying like if I said 10, if I joked about 10 things during the week, one of those is hypothetically true? is true. I'm not saying every single thing you joke about that it's like 10% true of that one statement. So in order to not incriminate yourself, you just have to make, you know, a ton of jokes. Yeah. 10,000 jokes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, wait, no. Cause that, no. Cause then all of my, then all of my real truths come out. If I say 10,000, 10,000 jokes, right. Cause I don't really hate that much. You only have a hundred truths. Maybe. My favorite truth. <laughs> truth number one. Grapefruits are fucking disgusting. Do you actually hate grapefruits? I cannot stand grapefruits. Why? Because they taste like... Now that I, you mentioned it, I think that is probably like my least favorite citrus. I can take it as an ingredient. <laughs> my least favorite citrus, that's a <laughs> <laughs> You know, my favorite murder has too positive of a connotation. <laughs> And it focuses on too real of an issue. So we're going to do a negative thing about something stupid as fuck. (laughs) Or really important. Yeah. (laughs) My least favorite citrus. Yeah. I can take it when it's mixed in with stuff like the grapefruit beers. I actually like. That's taking one disgusting fruit with disgusting beer. Yeah, maybe. And putting it together. Yep. Yeah. You know, I know to you it tastes like gasoline. It does. But... To me, it tastes uh, like liquid heaven. Heaven, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Liquid heaven is that also? Uh... That's a boy band name. <laughs> <laughs> it one hundred percent is a boy band name. Liquid heaven. My favorite boy band names. My favorite boy bands. <laughs> Activate the level seventy with Chris Shaker.